Hi, I'm Jean Godfrey June, and this is Megan O'Neill. And we are the beauty editors at Goop. And you're listening to Goop's newest podcast series, The Beauty Closet, where we talk to beauty experts to get all our and all your pressing beauty questions answered. And today's guest is one of the most gorgeous women and 64-year-olds on the planet, Rosemary Swift. I love her. Rosemary has the ability to make just about any person into someone gorgeous. She's an incredibly talented makeup artist who's worked with practically every beautiful woman on earth. And then she's also the founder of the prettiest makeup line. Uh Uh-huh. That happens to be the OG clean makeup line, RMS. Oh, my God. The coconut oil wipes? The eye polish? The lip cheek pots? Ugh. I love just about everything in that entire line. And Rosemary really started with clean beauty before practically anyone. Her story is amazing. We'll get to it in just a few minutes. First, we've got to tell you all about the blow dryer we cannot stop talking about around the Goop offices. Truly everyone is obsessed with it. A big thank you to our friends at Dyson who are making this podcast possible. We've discovered some really incredible beauty secrets here at the Goop Clean Beauty Shop. And best in class in clean, non-toxic, super effective, and super luxurious skin, body, makeup, and hair products make all the difference. One of our recent favorites is the Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer. It's something of a miracle of high-tech engineering with bordering on miracle results. We love that it's the fastest drying with a super-powered digital motor and that it measures airflow temperature over 40 times a second so it protects your hair from extreme heat damage and preserves natural shine. They've done testing and it boosts your shine by 132%, which is crazy, and decreases frizz by 61% compared to naturally dried hair. It's a full-on, as if you went to the salon, blow-dry at home in record time and all different hair types can get the benefits. The Supersonic comes with magnetic attachments that work for curly hair, sensitive scalp, fine hair, kinky hair, you name it. And the brilliant Dyson engineers put the motor in the handle, so it's way easier to use than a regular blow dryer. To learn more about the Dyson Supersonic, go to dyson.com slash beautycloset. Hey again, Jean. Hey, Megan. You know, I did the goop peel last night. Really? And? It is like full-on exfoliation. Like, you really feel it working. It's so strong. Okay, your skin looks amazing. Like, it's seriously glowing. I can tell you you used the Balmyard oil. I I did. (laughs) (laughs) It has that distinctive scent, and you, too, are glowing, my friend. Oh, my God. Us with the beauty editor talk. Okay, so the amazing makeup artist, founder, clean beauty advocate, Rosemary Swift. Let's get to her. I loved our conversation with her. She got started as a makeup artist working on strippers. I can't get over that story. Her sister was a stripper, right? The two of them must have been the most glamorous looking pair in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And how she got discovered was so cool. And she got to work with every model, every actress. Her thing is skin. Pure and simple. Even though she's a makeup artist, it's just beautiful skin. Yeah, glowy and healthy. Everyone she works on just looks beautiful. And when you use her makeup, it's, it's the same thing. All her makeup has a coconut oil base. It's not just coconut oil also. It's the most minimally processed, organic, incredible coconut oil. When I first started at Goop, she started telling me about it and explaining the differences in the process. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You just feel so healthy putting her stuff on. It's like pigment plus this gleamy, nourishing coconut oil and nothing else. And it just somehow leaves you looking candlelit and glowy 
Mm-hmm. She talks about it like makeup. It makes you look like you just had a facial, which is just so appealing. Yeah, I, I want that. She has the best tips. The most flattering makeup. And it's kind of amazing that it all started out of illness, which is true of many of our founders at, yep. at Goop. Definitely illness often gets gets people started. Yeah. But what came out of this is so beautiful. Yeah, and it's why she's the original clean beauty person. She really just figured it out all herself. It's amazing. Being sick and following the trail and figuring out the toxic chemicals in beauty products were causing a lot of her problems. Mm-hmm. It's pretty incredible. It really is. Let's get to it. Here it is, everybody, our interview with makeup artist, amazing female founder, Rosemary Swift. So, Rosemary. Hi. We are so Hi. excited to talk to you. <laughs> You're the OG, Uh-oh. most beautiful makeup line. And we we want to know how you got started. How did you get started as a makeup artist, first of all? What, what did you always want to be? No, I never wanted to be a makeup artist. No. Oh, okay. Just kind of fell in my lap. How did it fall in your lap? Well, I, I'm from Vancouver, Canada, and I remember my sister was going to esthetician school. She was learning, you know, how to take care of the skin. She knew this guy that owned all these hotels. And now you have to remember, this is the 70s. I'm older. Oh, come on. <laughs> As I move my hand around like the queen. <laughs> Just joking. We're older now. <laughs> Much older. <laughs> anyway. the most beautiful skin of any human. Oh, thank you. Because oh. I do nothing to it. I've never used soap. Nothing. nothing. Okay. We got to get into that. People freak out when I tell them that. Anyway, so what happened is she was, you know, learning to be an esthetician. And she knew this guy with all these hotels. And in the hotels, they had clubs that were kind of like... You know, let's basically say what it is. Strip clubs. Uh-huh. But back in those days, they were really classy. They had It was like, like a, a cool thing to do. Yeah, it was like Not burlesque. Like, no. You know, you didn't get to show everything. You know, mm. you had little and men and women and stuff. Went. Men and women went there. It was just it was just kind of a, you know, a lot of the hotels had these places. And, you know, the law there, you can't have them open very late anyway. I think they all close at 10 or something really, really early. But it was all like a class act. They had costumes and everything. And he asked my sister to train or to teach the girls how to take better care of their skin. And oh. back in the day, I tried modeling a little bit, but, you know... To no success. I could see that. I could, well, I, you know, it's funny. I don't see if the I no success. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I was around the 40s, I probably would have done better than the days of Margot <laughs> Hemingway and the girls with the blonde and the big, big, the blonde hair and the big eyebrows, you know? Mm. So anyway, I had done a little modeling, but I always did my own makeup because I was really obsessed with doing my own makeup. And she said, well, why don't we do this together and, and we'll go in and, and, you know, make the girls look better. Yeah. So that happened. And before I knew it, I was doing, you know, weird makeup. You know, if they wanted it like, you know, lightning bolts on their face or if they yeah. wanted to be done up like a cop with a cop hat on, I'd paint it on stubble on their faces. And so I learned to, to do a lot of different things that these young girls wanted to do for fun. Yeah. And then I decided, well, I don't have all these colors I want to use. You know, a lot of these colors weren't available. And there was a small company there, and it was called Bourgeois. Not the Bourgeois that's in that's in, now. in France, but there's another one going way back again, like I said. And I would buy these little pots of makeup in different colors, and I'd buy them for like 80 cents. And that's wow. 80 cents Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> so so actually, the Canadian dollars was worth more than, than the American back in those days. So was a dollar. So I would sell it to the girls for like, you know, four, five, six dollars, depending what it was. And the guy that had this little label free company, he couldn't do a big job one time. It was a big model that came from Sweden. And mm. she was coming to visit her grandmother in Vancouver, Canada. And it was for the Vancouver magazine. And they asked me if I'd cover for him. And like, you know, they didn't really know if I was a good makeup artist, but there wasn't a lot of makeup artists just cruising around Vancouver. So they gave me the job, went and did the makeup, and from there I just kept getting jobs. 
And, you know, I was just, I faked it till I made it kind of thing. So cool. Yeah. And then, then I just started, I went to Toronto, then I went to Europe, then ended up in New York. I've been all over the place. So okay. you ended up, when did it really take off? And like, as far as getting into fashion and... Well, I'm going to be really honest. I was, yeah. I've been in New York for a long time. I came in, I was living in Berlin right when the wall came down. After that, Whoa. I went down to Miami for two years. I became a catalog queen down there. Uh -huh. And because I was really the only good makeup artist down there, I lucked out on quite a few jobs, like an English Vogue cover with Yasmin Guri. Whoa. And I was working with the, uh, Gail Elliott and all mm. these people because I was regarded as a good makeup artist down there. And so people started booking me without bringing along their own makeup artist. And then I went to New York, and I was just kind of cruising around doing my thing, got into Streeters, which was a really good agency. Yeah. And, you know, I was just, you know, doing Victoria's Secret, doing my editorials, doing all this. Nothing really happened until I got a big, Those huge... are big. Yeah, but... but Victoria's uh, Secret check? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's it? Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. I'm talking like, you know... Like the big guys, you know, the big guys weren't shooting that stuff. And then my big break was actually with Mario Sorrenti. Oh, wow. And Luigi wow. Marino pulled me in on that. And we did a huge, beautiful story for self-service magazine. And it was all kind of beauty of all the top girls, Laura Stone, you know, mm. you name it. They, the girls were all there. And it was, you know, I, did, I just did my soft makeup with the highlight, the texture, the glowing, you know, beautiful lip. What everybody know. wants. Just, like I just did my thing. That's what I do. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, Pat McGrath, I'll leave that territory to her. She's got that down like a wizard, you know. It's not me to start doing that kind of makeup. I was always known for, you know, creating beautiful skin. That's mm. why I did well with Victoria's Natural Secret looking. for all those years. Exactly. Natural looking, glowing, healthy, you know, a little sex appeal there. Thrown in with a lip or something. Sexy. Yeah, yeah. I love a sexy. <laughs> oh, they are half naked after all, right? <laughs> so that's how it happened. And then once that happened with, you know, working with people like that, it's it's a it's kind of a name drop game in this mm -hmm. industry. We yeah, all know they're that. like, you're working with so-and-so. Yeah. You're cool. Gonna, yeah. And so then what inspired you to come up with your own line? Well, you guys probably know the old story. I had a hair hair analysis done, a urine analysis, and a blood analysis done. You were feeling sick. Because I wasn't feeling well. And I would get, you know, I'd put my lipstick on and my lips would be burning. I'd, you know, use a wipe on my hands and my arms would be burning from it. And even the makeup on my own skin was starting to irritate me. And I thought, ah, something's going on here. I've got to figure out what's what's going on. And, you know, when I, it's funny because when the lab gave me the report back, I do guys, I do want you guys to know that when I did this, I paid for really advanced testing to be done, not just this Mickey Mouse stuff they do. Yeah. Because they test you for just the basics, and you've got to already be sick before it's even going to register. Mm -hmm. So, you know, right. we really don't foresee what's going to happen with the testing that they do nowadays. So anyway, I, what, what can I say? The lab handed me the, the, this, the papers back, because this was in Canada, mm -hmm. and they said to me, do you work in the cosmetic industry? I was Whoa. in shock. I go, yeah, how do you know? They said, because we see a lot of the chemicals that you have in you, we see in people that do hair and makeup. Wow. And that's why I thought, okay, okay, okay. Oh, what's going on here, man? This is like, this is freaking me out. Yeah. Now, I also don't want to say that the whole cosmetic industry is, is right. to blame for this. That's pretty terrifying, though. But, but when, you, when they're seeing those chemicals in your body and you know you're using them all day. Some of them are so weird, they're just like off the Richter scale weird, but I did it. Did they so. tell you to cleanse or how did they no, tell you the, to fix it? No, this was these oh, no, Even doctors don't know. I actually went with the, the, the hair analysis into the hospital and the doctor there was going, oh, wow, this is cool. What is this? 
dude, it's a hair analysis. Why are you guys doing it after someone's died? <laughs> you know, why don't you do it now? No. And he and was like, oh. and he was the head cardiac guy at the hospital. Yeah. You know, because they were checking me out for a whole bunch of weird stuff. Anyway, and what can I say? That's, you know, your typical normal medicine, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, but how did you make the leap to, did you just start slowly changing or how well, did I started it... changing my diet, which I was always pretty good at my diet though, but I just started really changing things on what was going on with everything that I was eating and putting in my mouth. And I became yeah. a raw foodist. Oh, wow. Really? And I learned more about raw food than you've learned anything imaginable about food of how they treat food, what they do to it, the, even just the simple growing or fertilizing the soil. Yeah, what the soil, what's in the soil. You know, I, I went nuts, and I have this weird thing about phoning people that write books or going into labs and, and, and asking such intense questions that they kind of put me through to the big people. They, oh, good. They, oh, this is interesting. A girl mm-hmm. that likes, thinks it's cool, all this science stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, we kind of got through, and I've always been one of those people that people seem to open up to me, and I'm able to get information from people. I'm like a Svengali. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's kind of come in handy, believe me. And I just realized, man, oh, man, I did a website. 2004, uh, mm-hmm. Beauty Truth, talking about the whole industry. Whoa. That's and like before, like... Before anything. Before yeah. anything. Yeah. And about every, cosmetic ingredients and what? It was that all about early. the whole industry. Yeah. Ingredients, FDA, the rules, the regulations, whatever the, you want to call the them. non-regulation. Exactly. Uh, um, fox guarding the chicken coop kind of mentality. And then uh, I just... I did this website, and all of a sudden, I started getting all this press because everybody said you'll never work again. And again, if you're saying right. something yeah. against the makeup industry, yeah. and were there particular ingredients that you were like, "This is just absolutely crazy"? I call out a lot of the, of these sunscreens. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, because that's one of the major. most problematic yeah, that's, that's, categories. That's a big that's a big, big problem. Yeah. And, you know, people aren't getting it. Even the industry, they just think, oh, that's what women want. No, you guys have brainwashed into people thinking that's what they need. Yeah, they're like, if, if this if this sunscreen rubs in faster than the other one, that's then that's what women want and yeah. we're yeah. going to give it to them. And it's like, so if quick. they knew what they were doing to their skin and potentially their, you know, hormones. It's, exactly. So anyway, I just, They you might know, make a different choice. <laughs> when I became a raw foodist, I started studying how oils were done. You know, mm-hmm. or not how oils are done. I'm sorry. Just what they do to 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 you know coconuts and and sunflowers and every, everything. Else. Yeah, just the whole rigmarole. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to goof around because when I would when I would be at Victoria's Secret, there's one thing that really bugged me is I would put jojoba oil on their body. Jojoba oil remembers an, a, a yellow seed. So yeah. I would put that on their body. They'd be glowing. Their skin looked amazing. Ugh, the face. So good. The skin on the face never looked the same as what the skin on the body looked like. It used to really bug me. Ah. So I'd be trying all these different brands, and there was always like a, depending on how the light shone on it, there'd always be some kind of residue of something that didn't look normal like the rest of the skin. And mm. then I started creating my my brand because I wanted it to look like real skin. Right. Yeah. And I wanted a highlighter that didn't look like, you know, a robot skin. Uh-huh. That looked like she was just literally lit from within or just right. been led, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But that's what I wanted in. And and so when I started making these products and testing it on the girls, they're all going, oh, my God, my skin was so soft. And, oh, my God, that looks really nice. I loved and, it. And, and I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm on to something here. And Test it on models, not on animals. Exactly. <laughs> and what's, what's in RMS that makes it feel so great and look so pretty? RMS and is clean. your line. RMS, your clean that line. That you started that's... in 2008, 9? 2009. 
2009. Yeah. That's amazing. I started earlier, way earlier, just goofing around with stuff. Mixing Probably, stuff. Yeah, just, just fooling around. I had a friend actually who worked for a paint factory, and she helped me do the formulas. Oh, wow. Because people always say, you didn't do the formulas. And I said, I didn't directly do the formulas from a lab, but my friend at the paint factory, she yeah. put it together for me. So, so that, she would tell you pigments and... Yeah, she put that all... In, and what I would do is I would I would get all the oils. Yeah. You know, my whole brand is based on, on raw coconut oil. Mm. Yeah. And people that's... always say, well, it clogs the pores. And I say, yeah, you're right. It does. It, Silence. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. the response I want. And they go, well, why are you using it? And I said, guys, the industry, including the, the, the coconut oil industry, is exactly like the cocaine industry. You've got your shitty street cocaine, <laughs> and then you've got your movie star cocaine. And that comparison is what makes people remember. If I were to say, oh, this is really nice coconut, it's really soft for your skin, and it smells really pretty, are you no. going to remember that? the cocaine that? makes yeah, me cocaine. perk up Exactly. And, and then people, and I'll tell you, when I tell the young girls and makeup artists and that, I go, you guys will never forget that comment, and they never do. Yeah. True. You know? So, so what is different about the coconut oil you're using that, that makes it the, the, the movie star coconut oil? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, this is kind of a long story. Okay, so for, for one thing, coconut oil, a lot of these, these, you know, it's it's how you process it. People don't realize that when you open a coconut then the, and the air hits it, the liquid in there oxidizes and ferments almost immediately. Hmm. So that when people are buying, they'll just, I'm going to ruin the whole coconut coconut oil industry they're going to hate me (laughs) coconut water industry when you open open that and then you drink you drink those canteens or whatever Mm -hmm, those things of of, you're asking that you're basically taking a big huge dose of candida because it's already oxidized it's already fermented they're using hybridized hybridized coconuts so there's a sickly sweet taste to it Mm -hmm. it's been irradiated it's been pasteurized because that's the thanks to the usda making us you know sterilize all our food because of their cleanliness obsession. So you have a product that actually is just feeding a sugar addiction. Mm, so yeah. the only, there's only two ways to drink coconut water. One is opening the top, putting a straw in it, that's it. Or the other way is when you get it frozen, when it's been emptied into containers oh. and frozen, and you actually defrost it in your oh, fridge. So good really? And the, and the taste is unbelievable. So when you know, the fresh coconut one is amazing, yeah, when it's different. Yeah. Exactly, it tastes so much better, like so much better. So the same is true of the oil. The oil too. What happens is when they try to get the water out of it. Mm-hmm. They will. They will usually heat it, mm-hmm. and if they don't get all the water out, it it oxi- well it oxidizes, ferments, and it crystallizes, and that's going to cause damage to the skin. Let's face it; it's fermentation. Yeah, huh. it's sugar, so that's why the acne is going to be irritated and all that. The, the what we do in my house in Thailand? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> we we have no a, we have a place Thailand. over there that you know does it, and it's what what they do is they do a system where they they open up the coconut oil right away. And they don't let it sit in the in the fields. A lot of these places let it sit in the fields to absorb the the water, and that's what's to causing let it evaporate. Yeah, but it's 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 oxidizing and yeah. fermenting. It's mm-hmm. not it's not really a good technique. Yeah. So what they do, they open it up right away, and it goes through a system called cold centrifuge. It's like a spin system. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it doesn't have heat. When you're doing cold pressing, it still involves heat because the, the machines heat that's up. Friction. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, it heats up, so you're therefore you're damaging the, the, the coconut. Now, here's what people don't realize. In nature, coconut oil has the highest levels of lauric and caprylic acid. Do you guys know where the other high levels are, by any chance? Mm. You Human, told me once. Yeah, I forget. Breast Human milk. breast milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Antifungal, antibacterial, antimicrobial, and antiviral. So if you take coconut oil, second after after human breast milk, if you take coconut oil, 
and you're doing all these weird things to it, you actually destroy some of the lark and the caprylic acid. And the heat is, the is destroying the molecular structure of oil, which we all know when oils are heated, some of the oils will get destroyed quite badly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's yeah, what we, we call hydronation, fractionation, you know, right. all this stuff. Yeah, we and, have a piece on that and goop about all the different oils just from a cooking standpoint. Or I should say <laughs> hydro. Hydrogenating, sorry guys. Anyway, yeah, and and fractionating. So you're ruining you're ruining it. So this system is is it basically it's 100% pure raw coconut oil. And this, well, people say, why don't we just buy raw coconut oil, honey? Honey, this is America. Do you think <laughs> right. they, they can stick and say raw? Right. They can you say need raw to on the label, mm-hmm. and it means nothing. It's just like now almonds and all the nuts. It all mm-hmm. says raw on them. They're not raw. They're all pasteurized and or pasteurized or irradiated. Wow. And so, so like, you're destroying it. They love to destroy everything that's living and valuable to the system. I swear sometimes they want us really sick. I swear. But anyway, so that's, a, take... that's, a, that's a whole conspiracy theorist uh, <laughs> interview we going on it. there. We love a conspiracy. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah. And we, obviously, we, you know, we at Goop, we really super, you know, we don't want to expose ourselves a, we don't want to expose ourselves to toxic chemicals, but exactly. B, we want the good stuff on our skin. Exactly. You know, we want we want the you know, oh, I'm using this incredible whatever the ingredient, natural ingredient is, I want to actually get the benefits of that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Makeup um, with a benefit. And makeup makeup you know, your makeup with actual benefits is a pretty amazing thing. How do you how do you well, get the formulas? How did you get the pigments into the well, basically, I, I originally wanted to do a skincare brand, mm, and yeah. it's the, the, the market is so saturated. I ended up meeting a really, really well-known scientist. His name's Dr. Al Qaidas. You guys have probably heard of him because he has a skincare line out. Also, he's so well-versed. He's a he's a physical chemist. He's a microbiologist. He's an ethnopharmacognist. So he has his degree in the healing properties of herbs and the medicinal properties of herbs. And he, and I just learned so much from him. Uh huh. You know, I would ask him every once in a while. You know, hey. This is this is happening. This blah 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 blah, and you know I'd get little advice from him on 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 how like to do all this things stuff or or how to it, make no. It was formulas. just it was just about what to put in formulas, what not to put in formulas. You know things gotcha. that everybody thinks you should put in formulas that aren't really necessary. Right. You know one of the one of the big things chemistry one hundred and one is is you know bacteria doesn't grow in 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 oil. It grows in water. water right. So you know you'd want a formula that's obviously anhydrous, which means there's no water in it. Yeah. Actually, I just read a thing the other day that. I can't remember if it was in Beauty Matter or one of those that, that mm-hmm. they said that the they figured the beauty industry might go completely anhydrous, meaning they won't be using water in the future. So they can to get take away out from the preservatives. Because yeah. It, yeah, it seems like there's, even when then you get different preservatives than the ones people are afraid of, there's new issues with those. Yeah, it's there's always to... something going on, yeah. you know. It's just, I don't know. First of all, they got to get rid of some of these old dinosaurs at the helm because they don't think out of the box. Like, there's a new there's a new preservative. I can just blab off here. But there's a new preservative out there, and it smells like roses. Get those guys off their grandmother's couches with the doily. Get rid of the rose smell. Yeah. Nobody wants that anymore. Mm-hmm. So all these brands, you can smell when they have this product in because they all have that same fragrance. So, you know, for us, that was no way is that going in our products. Right. Yeah. You know, so, like, get, the, get science... You know, opening up, they're just so brainwashed. No, it has to be like this. Or, right. no, you can't do that. I was told 10 million times that I couldn't do my brand the way I was doing it. 
I would imagine in 2009 that we, it would be difficult. Like now people are like, at well, least I, aware, I, yeah. you know? I launched in 2009. I went earlier to laps. I couldn't find one. And I even came in my own starting formula. So what did they say? They were like, they just said for one no, thing, we're not going to formulate without. They said they yada, don't yada. like to do organic. They don't want to do organic. They said it's too expensive. It's too long. It's too kind, time consuming. And basically what they really want to say is they don't know how. Right. Yeah. Let's face yeah. the fact. These guys are chemists. Right. They're not microbiologists. Most of them do chemistry yeah. one-on-one. They work with chemicals. So how did well, you, you find t- someone? How did I find somebody? T- to create it. The lady from the paint factory for a while at the very beginning started making it in her little studio oh, in Canada. Okay. And then I found somebody actually that took on the project. I, I was talking to a lab and the, the, the girl that was kind of running the lab, we were having a conversation. I just kind of said, you know what? You're going to be working for me one day. <sighs> and she's running my whole company. But that's why it got done, because her and I just clicked on the phone. My intuition just, I just knew she was going to be working with me, and she made sure that my products got done by a young lady that was actually in the lab that wanted to think out of the box. That's great. And do something a little different. You know, we're not making brain science here. We're just putting in healthier ingredients that have life force rather than a dead synthetic chemical. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll get right back to Rosemary Swift of RMS. We're all a little nerdy here at Goop. We even made a supplement chew called Nerd Alert. And not just because we're in tech. We appreciate our engineers and we appreciate great engineering, which is why we're so into the Dyson Supersonic hairdryer. Dyson is a company that loves its engineers too. And so the dryer is something of a miracle of high-tech engineering with results that blow away, excuse the pun, us and everyone who tries it, even the most famous hairstylists. We love that it's the fastest drying for any hair type using a super-powered digital motor that miraculously measures airflow over 40 times a second, so it protects your hair from extreme heat damage and preserves your natural shine. And I mean the shine. <laughs> They've done testing, and the Dyson Supersonic boosts shine by an incredible 132%, which is just cray, and it decreases the frizz by 61% compared to a naturally dried hair. As in, you get a full-on, as if you went to the salon, blow-dry at home, in record time. We have every hair type represented here in the Goop offices, and every hair type can get the Supersonic's benefits. Because Dyson has engineered five different attachments, they're ingeniously magnetic, they just go right on, to style curly hair, sensitive scalp, fine hair, kinky hair, any kind of hair. And it's easy to use. The brilliant Dyson engineers put the motor in the handle, which makes such an incredible difference, I can't even tell you. The Dyson Supersonic hairdryer has been a total game changer around the Goop offices. To learn more about it, go to dyson.com slash beautycloset. Breaks over, back to today's chat. The thing that blows me away is that you've used these amazing ingredients and you've done all this out of the box thinking, yet you've also made it beautiful and glamorous, which I feel like many people are like this is healthy and it's good for you. You know, we see a lot of lines at Goop where they're like, this is real good, take your vitamins. You know, that kind of that kind of uh, message. And, you know, even if people have no idea that RMS is, is a clean line and is good for them and good for their skin, they're, you know, they're attracted to it because it's beautiful and cool well, and glamorous and you have the, you know, the, the cheek and lip tints and the, you know, it's the beauty of it that's so amazing. I had thought about that right from the beginning, and here's here's what I didn't want. 
I remember where I live in, in New York, There's a little, there used to be a restaurant there called Other Foods, and it was organic. And I remember seeing an old couple, they came up to the menu and they look at it and they go, oh, it's organic, we better not eat here. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. There's And my mother too, going to the store, she goes, she, she'll pull me away from the organic food and go to the natural food. And then I started thinking about what's going on here? Like what is... Why is there such a fear? Yeah, yeah and a mostly bad amongst rap. old people too. Yeah, and yeah. I re- I started thinking about it for like a long time. <laughs> I finally <laughs> came to the conclusion that if old people were to realize all that stuff that they've been eating with all this spray and everything on it is bad for you, life. that means everything that they've done their whole life is wrong, and people can't handle that. It's yeah. so true. I, they I can't. Think that's true and so I family. thought, okay, if I, like people were saying, you got to put a green leaf on it. People need to know it's a leaf or some paper or some bamboo. And I said, no, <laughs> I want it to look modern, yeah. very futuristic. Chic. Because Movie if star. I put green on it, I've just lost 95% of the totally. population. Totally. Because everybody else is still into all the other stuff, the plastics and all the yeah. trendy designer brands and all that. So if I'm going to come out with some little brand that's got a green leaf on it, they're going to go, oh, God. And it's not going to perform because most of them didn't perform back then, you know. I had, yeah. to, I had to, you know, I didn't have to change my formulas a lot. But at the very beginning, I changed a few things in it as we were going along. And I was learning and the labs were learning. Yeah. You know, we've all done that. Let's face it. If, if, if we don't, we, then we, we're on an ego trip. Yeah. yeah. They think everything they're doing is perfect. So it's kind of good to change and accept something that might be wrong. But as, as a makeup artist, what do you think, what's the, the biggest mistake you think people make? Like with their makeup. Well, I don't really think it's their makeup. I think it's their thinking. Mm. The biggest mistake with their thinking is that they think the cosmetic industry is completely sane. <laughs> there, that's Fair that's enough. the best. The yeah. biggest mistake after that is putting that stuff on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, it is anyway. Yeah. You know, there's always. You know, you know, I always say there's going to be the enhanced people, then mm-hmm. there's going to be the naturals, and and right now the naturals are catching up to the enhanced people. <laughs> but yeah. what what do you think it will take for people to make the shift to? Well, you know, that's actually a really sad question. I'll tell you why. I find that it becomes really, really, like, heartbreaking is when somebody comes to me and says, oh, I'm using your brand now because I have cancer, or I have skin cancer, or I have this, or my mother has this, and they start to clean out their cosmetic kit. You know, they're cleaning out their food, a lot of people now. And then I see them, you know, making their bodies all healthy, exercising, eating, you know, green juice or drinking green juices, eating really healthy organic food. And then they're putting all the designer stuff still on their face, which is all synthetic chemical. You know, there are exceptions to the rule. But for every day that you're exposing yourself every day, day in and day out, and you're like, I'm going to put on this lipstick that's got, you know, all kinds of stuff in it. Exactly. Isn't good for me. Exactly. You You know, when you're kissing your kids and, you know, it's just like, it's just, I don't know, it's just. People need to just read labels. They need to really learn to read labels, not just read the front and all the glorified advertising and media. They need to really turn their product around and start looking at what's in there. But people don't because you assume if it's sold and on a shelf, like it's not, it doesn't have toxic ingredients in it. The word assume is a really bad word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I spent my career assuming. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we think everybody's protecting us. We always think we're safe. We're like, the kid's all coiled in safety here, and and it's so far from the truth. But you know what? I think people are waking up. I really do. Reading the ingredients, yeah. is, you got to do that, I guess. Yeah, you got to. Oh, so stomach's true. growling. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your best-selling product? What if people like come to you and just fall in love? Oh my god, I, I, I think the, 
I think the best-selling market is still the Luminizer, but I know the mm. my uncover-ups are catching up real fast. So the Luminizer is 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 my my go-to glow. <laughs> they put me on the map. It's that glow that just makes you look so real. And it doesn't have the glitter particles, and it doesn't. It's not sticky and weird. It just makes your it skin look like you're really melts glowing. Melts into your skin. It melts into the glow. skin. It looks like you just had a facial or so something. So glowing. And it's got that glow, that luminescence it's, that reflects light that doesn't look over the top. And yeah. you have different tints of it for different yeah, skin I, tones, I kind which of ex- is great. Exactly. I, I expanded it. And I also, it was really funny. One day I was watching, you know, people were asking me if I've seen so-and-so on Instagram. And, and so one day I decided to go and see who these people were. And I saw them put five layers of makeup on just to get a luminizer. Uh-huh. And I thought, holy yeah, holy moly. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I did the the magic, which is a little bit opaque, but yeah. it still got that glow, to do that, those five layers in one, one product. Step. No wonder the cosmetic wow. industry hates me. They'd rather do the five layers. That's more it, ka-ching, ka-ching. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So I come up with one product that does it all, and it looks more beautiful. And the skin, you know, the skin makes love to it. It's like, well, yeah. it's a synergy. Yeah. I love your, your your pigments. I love. I sort of learned from your lip to cheek I, that I could use a really bright pink color, even though you know I, I don't think of myself as a particularly bold makeup look. But that this really intense pigment, you don't have to use as much, and it lightens up your whole face and, and makes it still you look kind of natural. Yeah. Well, the the one downfall about what I'm doing is we spend a lot of money on pigments because I don't put fillers in. Like one, when, when you look at a brand, you look at a color. You use, you, that's the color you get on. With mine, if you put it on lightly with just like a light brush yeah. it doesn't have too many bristles in it goes on a really light effect if you you know put in a stronger brush it goes on full force yeah i guess and I it's because i'm it on. <laughs> exactly you have to be careful because i've seen people go to put it on they go oh my god oh my god because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it looks like much. a barbie doll yeah but the thing is they don't realize i'm not putting all of the the fillers in i actually put real pure ingredients so the mineral content in there is actually quite strong yeah and therefore when you have a heavy mineral content you also actually have a little bit of spf Yes, oh, you know, yeah. because let's face it, guys, oils, herbs. So we just can't make an SPF claim because then it falls under, under you know. Under, uh, right, the monograph. Yeah, <laughs> the exactly. Sunscreen. And they want their ka-ching, ka-ching. So, you know, we just leave it as is. But, you know, you are somewhat protected. I wouldn't, you know, go lie out in, the, on a yacht in the ocean but I feel for 12 it. hours. But without all those fillers, certainly... The, your products last longer too. You know, they last like, longer. Yeah. Like you've got you've got a great color and you've got it for a long time, yeah. which makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Not stores aren't that. happy about that. Yeah. So your stuff lasts too long. But at the beginning, everybody complained. They said, "Oh my God, thirty six dollars for this." And I said, "Just hush. It, you wait and see." Yeah. I get, I get letters of apology. Actually, it's so worth it. Oh, yeah. you do? People yeah. apologize and say, "Yeah," I because they were this really mean. Crazy. They were mean. Oh. Saying what a waste. I said, so why don't you scoop it out of that pot and see how much is there? It's going to be way more than any of the other brands. And they're thin, they're big, huge pans that have literally uh, like an eighth of an inch yeah, of yeah, product on there. Product. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so the best way to apply the pigments and the luminizer, finger or brush? Oh, well, I'm, I'm a skin to skin girl. Skin I'm a skin, skin to skin yeah. girl. You know, I did my brushes that are all synthetic because you can't, because of the oil content in my products, you can't use a natural sable brush. And, yeah. a, a plus the, and who the, wants to... The vegans will kill me. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> but but it, the the synthetic brush that I that I did with the the swirls in it, where it's cut out like a, a little uh, hypnotic swirl, uh-huh. it mimics a, fi- a fingerprint. So it blends really nicely on the skin. They work wonders. Ooh, oh, nice. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Oh. So, well, I cannot thank you enough for talking to us today. This is just. I mean, we're we're just we're so inspired by 
everything you've done. It's amazing. Well, you're thank a, you, you're a pioneer in this industry, and yet you, your your line is beautiful and always new. Yeah, you know? it's the best. Well, I got lots of new stuff coming. Yeah. But thank no you way. for having me. I was really, really excited about this because both of you guys are really special. You know that. Oh, <laughs> thanks for coming. Thank Whoa. I just love her. Rosemary is a total character. She's what I love about New York. You meet these intriguing people with these wild stories. I love the way she's so determined. She just doesn't take any shit. Mm -hmm. When she was like, Lab, you're making this makeup my way. I love that. She's not afraid to call a spade a spade. She has no time for the toxins or the people putting the toxins in their products. It's just refreshing. I mean, it's awful that we have to even think about toxins being in our skincare and shampoo. Ugh. Seriously. And she gets the subtlety in terms of colors and textures in her products, and they're all clean and non-toxic. Do you think it's because she's just been doing it longer than everyone else? I mean, everything she makes is just exquisite. It's like skincare and color all in one. I think so. She's got such style, too, like even beyond the makeup, you know? It's like a uniform. Always black. Always pants. Always a flat shoe. Like super cropped boy hair and a bright lipstick. And holding her little dog. She always has that <laughs> dog. It goes with her everywhere. It's such a good look. I kind of love when someone has a uniform. You have a uniform. Yours Aww. is hair down and wavy. Actually, I think I've seen you with your hair up one time when we did Tracy Anderson together. Oh, my God. It's the God. only time I've seen you with your hair <laughs> When up. we went to Tracy Anderson and I totally flailed like the lamest non-exerciser, <laughs> you were so much better. You had it together. No, I didn't. And you totally have a uniform. The wide leg pant, the tiny perfect t-shirt, often a monochrome. Your hair in those signature twisty mini buns, the goop white sneakers. The sneakers. They're the goop uniform. You wear the sneakers with a dress. That's your uniform for sure with the beachy hair. I love that the goop uniform is the sneakers. Women, comfortable at work for the first time in history. Your skin glows when your feet don't hurt. <laughs> so true. Okay, beauty questions. Let's answer some. If you've got a question you want us to answer here, just send it over to goop on Instagram or Facebook. Ask us about our sneakers or our uniforms or our beauty uniforms. Or anything else. Now to today's question. Here's a question from Susan about deodorant, which is one of our favorite subjects. She says, I've tried to make the change to clean deodorant, but nothing works for me. What are clean, non-toxic deodorants that you like that won't give me BO? Oh, clean deodorant is such an important one to make the shift to because you're, you're putting... If, if you're not using clean deodorant, you're putting it under your arm, in your armpit, which is a pretty, you know... Absorptive spot on your body. Very The skin there is really thin to yeah. begin with. You know, And it also, it, if you shave, you're making right, it thinner, thinner and you're making it more permeable. So super important. So, But it's also hard. I get it. I get that it's hard. And also, you have to sort of... It, it's so individual. Like, you, you kind of have to try a few and... In my experience, they don't even work instantly, but give it like a week just to adjust. And the one I love right now is type A. And typically, I am I get sensitivities from baking soda. It makes it sort of itchy. Lots of people have that. It's very yeah, common. Yeah, it's pretty common. But this one has a time release system, so it like slowly releases the baking soda, and it does not bother me. Oh, yeah, that's cool. It's crazy. And then they also make a, a non a non baking, baking soda, soda one. But yeah. but I can use either of them. And yeah. I love it. Type A. Anybody who tries clean deodorant, you know, just know that you might get a little reaction and and if you do, most brands make a non baking soda option. 
the brand that I'm obsessed with, like I have been since the beginning, since I first tried it. I mean, I stopped using conventional deodorant. Oh my god, almost like 20 years ago. <laughs> my boss wow, really? at the time got diagnosed with breast cancer, and in the same sentence, practically, that they said, "We're sorry you have breast cancer," they said, "Stop using antiperspirant deodorant." You know, right away. Wow. And I was like, if that's what they tell you, you know, at Sloan Kettering, I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I, wow. I, I can live. And so I used yeah natural deodorant, and it did not work. But I used it anyway because I just I felt like that's it was convincing. It, yeah, it, I was really really convinced by that. And so for years and years, and actually when I got to Goop, I was still like, well, they don't work, but I use them. I, you know, I just pick one that smells nice. And then along came this brand called Schmitz, which was this mom from Portland who like mixed this stuff up in her kitchen. And now you can buy it in every Target, Whole Foods all yeah. over the world. Unilever bought her. <laughs> she, like she's, And Schmitz deodorant for me, it works. It works for my teenagers, which, you know, teenagers will not use a thing that doesn't work. Like they just won't. And they'll be like, mom, you're ridiculous. <laughs> um, my son uses it. My boyfriend uses it. And he's like on stage playing music, yeah, like sweating. sweating. He loves it. So type A and Schmitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But d seriously, like just you got to experiment a little, yeah. Susan. Sometimes, you know, try one. If it doesn't work, it doesn't mean that all natural deodorants won't work for you. Yeah. And I think these two are like 8 and $10 or something. Yeah. It's so not inexpensive. If it fails, you know, give it to cool. a friend. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I would still use it. Yeah, Is that I would too. To but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that gross. <laughs> Is it gross? <laughs> All right, don't share. Thanks again for joining us on The Beauty Closet. You can learn more about our new podcast series at goop.com slash podcast. We hope you'll come back next Wednesday for our next chat. And in the meantime, just tap subscribe to keep up with new episodes. If you're liking what you're hearing, please rate and review the podcast and share it with a friend. Talk soon.